0: Welcome back again, friends, to your daily Bible podcast as we continue working our way through the story. Today we are going to be in the book of Jeremiah, and we're going to read all of chapter one. Now what's happened up to this point in the story is that we have seen the northern tribes carried off into captivity and really destroyed, uh, dismantled by the Assyrian Empire, and now the southern kingdom has gone through these cycles, up and down, up and down. Good king, good king, bad king, bad king. And it just keeps going up and down and getting worse and worse. And God has been warning them the same way he spoke and warned the northern kingdoms about ultimately a time that's coming where they'll be carried off themselves into captivity. And that's where we see the book of Jeremiah kick off in Jeremiah chapter 1. The words of Jeremiah, son of Hilkai, one of the priests of Anoth in the territory of Benjamin, the word of the Lord came to him in the 13th year of the reign of Josiah, son of Amon, king of Judah, and through the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, down to the fifth month of the 11th year of Zedekiah, son of Josiah, king of Judah, when the people of Jerusalem went into exile." Okay, so all this is telling us here is it gives us the starting point for Jeremiah's ministry and the fact that he is going to continue as a prophet all the way through the time that they're going to go into exile. Verse 4, "'The word of the Lord came to me, saying, "'Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. "'Before you were born, I set you apart. "'I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. "'Alas, sovereign Lord,' I said, "'I don't know how to speak.' I'm too young. Okay. So the Lord speaks to Jeremiah and tells him about this calling that he actually, before he formed him in the womb, very similar wording to David about knowing him before he was even conceived and in his mother's womb. He says, I set you apart. I gave you a special job, and here's the job to be a prophet to the nations. And immediately, Jeremiah does what I think we would do. He says, Not me, Lord. I'm too young and I don't know how to speak. Two excuses immediately. Well, I can't do it. There's no way I can do it. And the Lord responds in verse seven. But the Lord said to me, do not say I'm too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. You see this common theme? We've seen it from the very beginning. What is the reason that Jeremiah is told not to fear? What's the reason he's told not to be afraid? It's because the Lord will be with him. God will be with him. This is God that's going to do this work. It's not because Jeremiah is not too young, and it's not because Jeremiah is great at speaking. It's because God is going to be with him, and he is more than enough to cover over any discrepancies or weaknesses that Jeremiah may or may not have. Verse 9, Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See today, I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build up and to plant. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? I see a branch of an almond tree, I replied. The Lord said, you have seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. The word of the Lord came to me again. What do you see? I see a pot that is boiling, I answered. It is tilting toward us from the north. The Lord said to me, From the north disaster will be poured out on all who live in the land. I am about to summon all the peoples of the northern kingdoms, declares the Lord. Their kings will come and set up their thrones in the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem. They will come against all her surrounding walls and against all the towns of Judah. I will pronounce my judgment on my people because of their wickedness in forsaking me in burning incense to other gods, and in worshiping what their hands have made. Verse 17, get yourself ready, stand up, and say to them whenever I command you, do not be terrified by them, or I will terrify you before them. Today I have made you a fortified city, an iron pillar, and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the peoples of the land, they will fight against you but will not overcome you for I am with you and will rescue you declares the Lord once again this theme we've seen it so many times don't be afraid God can accomplish what he promises he's with you don't be afraid he's with you it happens over and over throughout the Bible and friends it's the same message for you and I today If God is for us, who can be against us? As we read these stories from the Old Testament, they are supposed to train us, equip us, encourage us, and help us to live faith-filled lives, full of faith, because we see this pattern that if God is with us and if God is for us and if God's spirit is with us, then there's nothing that can stand against us. Friends, we learn coming in the story very soon That when Jesus comes and dies once and for all for our sins and the Holy Spirit is given to us, we're told that He'll never leave us and never forsake us, that His Spirit will always be with us. And it's a distinction from the Old Covenant to the New Covenant that now God's not counting our sins against us, but because of the radical nature of the blood of Jesus, we have been forgiven once and for all. The Spirit lives in us. The presence of God is with us and in us. Therefore, just as God spoke to Jeremiah and so many other countless times, the Lord would say to us, Fear not, for I am with you. We, friends, can trust, we can believe, and we can step into whatever God is calling us to, without hesitation, without worry, knowing, that God will provide for us, that God will empower us, that God will take care of us no matter what we come up against. Let's pray. Lord, I'm so, so, so thankful today for this wonderful truth that greater are you than anything that we could possibly ever face, that you who spoke all things into being are present in our lives, with our lives, out ahead of our lives. You've been preparing our steps, our works, our life since before you even laid the foundation of the universe. And there's absolutely nothing that can snatch us out of your hands. So Lord, we trust you. We trust you completely. And we ask you, God, to help us to really understand who's with us, what's for us, what you're doing in our life on a daily basis, and how you're calling us to live out our Christian life, to walk the walk, and to do the things that you're calling us to do. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.